0: Behind the scenes at Score North and 1500 ESPN have sports opinions. So they want you to hear them. It's the perfect digital sports soapbox to scratch that Minnesota sports itch.
1: This is the Score
2: North Taxi Squad.
1: You know, normally we start the program with beep beep indeed. But here's the thing, Manny Hill isn't here today, so I feel like it'd be a little bit sacrilegious to do the beep-beep-indeed thing without him, you know what I mean? Do you guys got any other catchphrases you want to throw out there just right off the top of your head that'd work good for the open of the show? Got anything, uh, either of you? Welcome to the taxi squad, I don't know. But that's, catch- that, that's, a, that's, an, that's an introduction, I'm talking about like a little catchphrase to get the people's attention, you guys got anything? Instead mm-hmm. of instead of the taxi driver, I'm walking here. Hey, I'm talking. Hey. Hey, I'm walking I'm here. Oh, here. Hey. Are you talking to me? We could do yeah. Robert De Niro kinds of stuff. Yeah, we can. Huh? You know. Yeah. The only thing I could think of off the top of my head, and this is terrible, is Hong Kong. of course. Get it? <laughs> Get it? Hong Kong. Cool. Beep, beep. Indeed. Four out of, ten. of course. I didn't say it was good. I didn't say yeah. it was good. I didn't say it was good. Uh, well, we'll we'll leave the We'll, we'll leave the catchphrases to Manny. We'll work Welcome up. everybody to Taxi Squad. My name is Jason Stormer. I'm joined along with a couple of my best friends. Uh, to my let's see, my left or my right? Either way, I'm looking right ahead of them. We got Artist Woods. What's up, man? What's going on? How's everybody doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I missed you. I like the haircut though. Looks <laughs> good, you, It Looks very good. You literally just you literally just
2: got that like an hour ago. Literally, I literally and it looks just, fantastic. Straight from the
1: barbershop. Straight oh. from
2: the barbershop. Straight to the
1: studio. I hope you. Tell him well because you did. look good i did okay, I, do good. I do all the time fantastic <laughs> and then over there a little bit farther to my right or my left whatever is aj frederickson what's up dude
0: not too much you know just wrapping up a long day of work so i'm excited to wind down with the taxi squad and kind of settle into the evening
1: wow you came here to have some stress relief I'm yeah. kind of shocked about that. Easy
0: yeah. to relax around
1: you guys. Easy to relax. Oh, wow. That's so nice. Well, mm. we're we're going to get into some really deep topics today that probably might cause us a little bit of stress. Maybe not so much artist because he's an Eagles fan. But for Vikings and fans. A Vikings fan oh, and a Vikings fan. And a Vikings fan. Let's not.
2: I'm a fan of both. I just grew up an Eagles fan. So that's going to always be in my blood. But I also <laughs> rock with the Vikings.
1: By the way, AJ, I did tell artists that if he just had something about the Eagles stuck in his craw and he wanted to get on his soapbox today about him. I'm going to give him the opportunity. I'm going to let him have the platform. I want his personality to flourish. I want it to blossom. And I know that artists can't really be exactly who he wants to be unless he like talks about the Eagles just a little bit. So (laughs) I don't know know what
0: shirt he wears because they got they came out with some maybe the most fire training camp shirt I've ever seen. It's got the Eagles logo and it says. Everyone hates us and we don't care.
2: Yeah, I, I saw that. I'm in the process of trying to order one nice. as we speak, actually. So uh, they also got some uh, Hurt Season Hats out, too, that A.J. Brown was rocking. Uh, and I actually know the content creator who put oh. that out. So, yeah, this easy, is, easy is it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope.
1: How do you know the content creator? A friend of yours?
2: Yeah, well, not really. I do a little Eagles content creating on the side as okay. well. And so, you know, just content creators, you know, keeping in contact, connecting and whatnot. You know, just networking and got in contact with him a while ago. And he actually came out the hats like last year. And, nice. you know, this year, I guess, you know, it's really hurt season because A.J. Brown reached out to him like, how can I get that hat? And it has blown up ever since. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the Vikings really put out any sweet apparel or anything like that. Like nothing, nothing crazy like that. And like no new, not even like any new like uniform updates. Like I saw that the Bengals are finally going with the white jersey or the white helmets. That looks sweet. What's up, A.J.?
0: Speaking of sweet apparel, I know it's not our show, but it's our <laughs> our parent company. Quick shout out to Purple Daily. Just released some fire Brand new yes. apparel the other day um, to get some. Just go online to scorenorth.com or open the score north mobile app. Uh, purple daily shirts, uh, one or one before I die shirts with can koozies, hats. I know I'm you name it. You name never, it. I've never it. been more excited to give money back to the company that pays me to work already. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> they are fire. Gonna, they are I'm gonna fire. Get,
0: I'm going to get one of each.
1: Maybe if we like dug around in a few boxes around the Hubbard office, though, we can maybe find those in a box somewhere and you know, maybe possibly more, yeah feels it feels better to pay for them, them though it, it does it, it feels does. better it's, to pay for it's more rewarding that way exactly I, I totally agree maybe we could get some taxi squad t-shirts next that would be dope how dope would that be <laughs> that would be that like, t-shirt everything i'm actually wearing these surly brewing uh i know they're not technically t-shirt. a sponsor of ours but we got these at the uh, draft party that we had for the nfl draft Heck back yeah. in uh a rainy day in april a rainy yeah. day in april all right guys Let's get into the beaten potatoes. Training camp is here. Football is officially back. I literally can't believe we're already at this point. I feel like the Super Bowl was just a couple, like a week a week ago. I can't believe that we're already here. Players are reported. We are ready to go. I got a lot of questions, and I kind of wanted to start our coverage today just by going over what questions maybe any of us still had about you know what this Vikings team is going to be. Hopefully, what they become. And I guess I'll throw this to you guys at first. Um. Uh, kind of hard not to talk about Kirk Cousins when you talk about the Vikings and whether they're going to be better or going to be worse. And obviously a completely different system for him. He's got a new head coach, new coordinators, brand new everything. And so I want to, I guess I'll start this off with you artists and then we'll go into AJ. I just really want to know what, like, how much different do you think things will actually be for Kirk this season? Wait. well oh, yeah go ahead go right ahead
2: it, it's weird because I, I honestly i'm not sure you know i think you know kirk has been a guy who's been kind of stuck in his ways for a very long time now um i know what i would like to see mm-hmm. i would like to see him take more risk um it sounds bad but i would like to see him throw more interceptions uh interceptions because that shows that he's taking more risks. um i would like to see him feed the ball to justin jefferson a lot more i want to see a pass happy offense because i mean that's what the nfl is geared towards anyway right now throwing mm-hmm. the football I think you're gonna get a lot of that this season, anyway, with uh, Coach McConnell. I think you're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of passing, but you know, it's it's tough. It's almost like I want to see the first like one or two games before I say, okay, now I see a change. Mm-hmm. Because right now, other than okay, we're passing the ball more and we're feeding Justin Jefferson, I don't know what to expect. I expect it to be more uh, innovative. Mm-hmm. I expect it to be you know new. Um, I expect it to be a little more flashy. Um, but honestly. I I'm not sure. I'm I'm honestly at a loss when it comes to that. I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, this team is running it back basically with the same team plus a couple of additions. And it's like, I think you're banking on, you know, last season they lost a lot of close games and you're banking on, okay, better Blake play, uh, play calling late down the stretch of games. Maybe these games go a different way. Um, but outside of that, it's like, I gotta s I have to see it. I have to see it before I'm willing to go on a limb and say Kirk is gonna throw for five thousand yards and forty touchdowns with, you know, ten interceptions. Like I have no idea. Those are Jalen Hurts' are stats
1: this upcoming season. You got that's that right. that's Jalen you got Hurts. That. Yes. That's gonna be Jalen Hurts stat line.
2: <laughs> but yeah, to answer the question directly, I do expect him to be different um to an extent, but I'm just I'm not sure how far that extent is. I'm I'm not sure at all at this moment in time. Age?
0: Yeah, um I'm expecting a I'm expecting a more fun Vikings offense to watch. I mean, think about it like our artists, I know when you first joined Score, you were kind of with the uh like apparel stuff over at uh US Bank and, or just a, mm-hmm. a Vikings kind of apparel. Jason, I'm not yeah. exactly sure if you uh like retail wise or like food service wise what you've done uh before. I worked at Jimmy John's. Clark. Woohoo. Well, there you go. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you've had a manager who maybe you've disagreed with or you know like pretty openly admits to not liking you, do you perform better or worse? Worse. Exactly. I'll answer
2: that for you. you. (laughs) Worse.
0: Worse. Absolutely worse. And that's what Kirk's been dealing with the past couple of years. It's been no secret that him and Mike Zimmer didn't get along and they didn't see it eye to eye. Zimmer is a defensive-minded coach. um, Didn't really want, like, we just learned last year that they were starting to spend like an hour together per week. Like, that was groundbreaking. That's what (laughs) most head coaches do with their starting quarterbacks. If, and that's an hour minimum. That's like, hey, you want to grab lunch today? Perfect. So right. you, and then they're out there just, you know, shooting the breeze. This time around, this year, they not only do they have Kevin O'Connell taking the reins of uh, of the team at head coach, Kwesi Adolfo Menfa, uh, Mensa. Those two guys have been working very tirelessly throughout the offseason to help prepare this team uh for the upcoming season and just the pedigree that I would say that Kevin O'Connell brings going from his days linked with uh Ah, uh, with cousins, uh, part of the Washington football team organization, and then taking his experience from now winning a Super Bowl with the Rams and uh, just being in that system and seeing what he can bring to the Vikings is going to be, I think, I'm not going to say revolutionary, but it's ah, uh, it, it's going to be a huge step in a in a sense where you're going to see a 33 year old Kirk Cousins possibly have his breakout season, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like you, you know what Kirk Cousins is. I think we're going to see not a totally different one, but we're going to see a more free, a little more loose. You know, he's not walking into the office with the, the button shirt all the way to the top collar, the tie strangling him. His face is red. He's going to go button down. Maybe he'll go too. Who knows how loose he's feeling. I think we're going <laughs> to see a guy who's a little more relaxed at the helm this year. Um, despite a little bit of a, a, a couple statements that Quasi uh, said, I want to say it was to USA today.
1: Yeah. Um, yep.
0: That was a little bit of an odd
1: I yeah, just, I got Yeah, I got the I, quote right here if you want me to Yeah, read it you want to you. mention it really quick. Um he said uh, to uh Jory Epstein, "I'll be frank, the one asset where you get nervous about not burning it down is quarterback." He said that Kirk is quote a good quarterback, but acknowledge that quote, we don't have Tom Brady, we don't have Patrick Mahomes. The Super Bowl is likely to win if you have that quarterback. It's very mm-hmm. unlikely to have that quarterback. So And I, I
0: I think cool. that's one of those quotes that you can take and you can spin it where a lot of people are going to be like, oh, he hates Kirk just like everybody else and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Let's think. Let's look, look at the Minnesota Wild and look at the fan base that the Minnesota Wild have had with Bill Guerin being open and up front. And he's honest. I'm fine with Quasey being. I think everybody knows that you're not putting Pat Mahomes in and Kirk Cousins in the same conversation, unless it's just both guys are quarterbacks in the NFL. That's, that's the closest Mm -hmm. relation. I think Mm -hmm. those two are probably going to be in when it comes to the team that the Vikings are. They don't have that quarterback right now, as things have been that Kirk Cousins, a show who he's not going to go out there and automatically you're like, okay, this guy's going to march down the field and he's going to, he can, he can do the job above average. He does it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say like elite, but he's like, Fringe elite, like if he's,
1: he, he'll if talk he's, about got, he's
0: borderline top ten quarterback in the league. Borderline, yep, is, yeah. Which I think is a very fair assessment of him.
1: And I think, I think this oh, Kevin oh.
0: O'Connell and this new atmosphere and this new environment, I think it's going to allow him to. I don't think he's going to crack like now. He's up there for conversation for best quarterback in the league. I think you're going to be like this is the Kirk Cousins that we've been missing his entire career. That's that's I think probably the best case scenario. And with a guy like Justin Jefferson and an aging but adaptive Adam Thielen. And now Herb Smith Jr. is coming back and they, they have the weapons. And you got to hope that Dalvin Cook can stay healthy for, you know, maybe he misses a game or two here with like turf toe or something. But if he can stay healthy for the majority of the games, I mean, the offense is going to be tough to stop if things mm-hmm. go to plan.
1: And I think one of the very underrated things that I – don't, and I think it's because they've mostly fixed it in a lot of people's eyes, so it's not as big of a talking point for people either. This might be the most stable offensive line Kirk has had as a Minnesota Viking. You got two basically stables at the ends with Christian Darrisaw and Brian O'Neill. Brian O'Neill is one of the best right tackles in all the league. Ezra Cleveland, I think, gets a really bad rap because of how not that great Garrett Bradbury has been and also the right guard position. That was a revolving door last year with Ole Udo and a bunch of other different uh, players. And so right guard was always a huge issue. Garrett Bradbury has Kind of been a little bit of a bust this point in his NFL career. He was a first-round center taken. Centers often don't get taken in the first round, so when they do, they have to hit. And Garrett Bradbury's been a below-average starter in this league. So back to Ezra Cleveland, I think Ezra Cleveland has gotten a lot of flack just for just kind of being associated with the interior of the offensive line. But I actually think he's pretty good, and I think he'll only keep improving, too. And he better, because Ezra Cleveland, I believe, is a second-round pick. So that's a pretty big investment on the line. Garrett Bradbury, obviously, this is the make-or-break season. Um, I'm kind of surprised, and we can talk about actual training camp and the roster spots that are available and the battles that are going on, but I'm surprised that this team, and maybe there's more behind the scenes that we just don't know. I mean, again, training camp just started. I'm surprised they didn't bring in more competition for Garrett Bradbury uh, just to see, because we had Mason Cole starting games last season for the Vikings, I believe. He went on to sign a contract with Pittsburgh in the offseason. He actually would have been somebody I would have been looked to Look at possibly retaining, and so like kind of talking about like maybe a make or break kind of year for Kirk with this offense, that's the same way with Garrett Bradbury, and then um, oh what I keep forgetting the name of the right guard. Let me look at the depth chart. Jesse Davis, that's his name. Jesse Davis and Chris Reed, those were the two veterans that the Vikings signed to potentially fill up that right guard spot, and obviously, like I said, Brian O'Neills Brian O'Neill is one of the best right tackles in the league. So it is set up for Kirk. To reach his ceiling this season. It really is. Um, I think a lot of people also talk like about how good the Vikings team was when he first got here back in 2018. That was a really, really good team just coming off an NFC championship game, and they completely fell apart that season. Now, that wasn't all entirely on Kirk. There were other factors at play, but you know, you bring Kirk in, and obviously all of our expectations were Super Bowl pretty much after that point. And he, he kind of faltered that season. He really didn't play to, um, to his best abilities. And so, like, I'm trying to, like, compare if this team coming into this year is as good of a situation as Kirk had back in 2018 when he was first with the Vikings. Either way, they're very good situations. They're very good teams. So it is set up for Kirk to do everything we hope he can. He has a coach that actually, like you said, AJ gives a damn about him. Finally, a coach who will actually go in the hallways and say hello to you instead of keep his head down. And Zim was doing that with not just Kirk. He was doing that with pretty much every player. Brian O'Neill was the guy who actually came out and said like, yeah, it's nice to actually have a head coach that will actually say hello to me in the hallways and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) And obviously they've probably spent all this off season, just developing what they can do with Kirk um, thinking about ways they can keep using Adam Thielen in a productive way, even though, like you said, AJ, he's getting older. Keep getting Justin Jefferson going. Hopefully like he can actually break Randy Moss's record at some point in his career. He should have done it last season, but we don't have to talk about it. Um, Irv Smith is coming back too, guys. Um, that's huge. He, I think that's huge. Yeah, sure. That's he's huge. he was injured all last year, but from what I've gathered so far, he is just as explosive as he was last year. Maybe taking one little step back, but he doesn't look like his knee injury is going to be of terribly significant concern. I'm excited to see what AJ uh, KJ Osborne does well. Does as well because I think he was really underrated last year. So anyway, I'm rambling on right now. Kirk, you have as Brett Favre once said, the pieces are in place. Okay, pieces are in place. All that's, right. That's, that's, my best, that's my best. That's my best That was dang good. That's my that best Hattiesburg That's my best Hattiesburg driving on a lot mowing a lawn, Mississippi kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm working on it. It's workshopping. Pieces are in place. Um so it's time, man. It is time. Now I'm I'm always a little bit hesitant with a first year head coach and a first year quarterback. It, it it might take a little bit of time for those two to gel, but if Kirk is gonna gel with any coach, I really think. It is Kevin O'Connell. So, even though we all have a floor for Kirk Cousins and I think, you know, we we saw that like at the beginning a couple seasons ago when he started the season with like one touchdown and five interceptions. I don't think that'll happen. But like you guys said, like the ceiling is as big as it's ever been for the guy and it remains to be seen whether he's going to be able to capitalize on it.
2: I'm interested in seeing how they start the season. Um honestly, I think a lot of their relationship, um Kirk and McConnells relationship um, is going to be impacted by how the season starts. I mean, they play the Packers early on, they play the Eagles early on, they play the Saints, um, they play the Dolphins, who we expect, or who I expect to be pretty explosive this year, the Cardinals. So, I mean, I don't want to say they'll get off to a rough start, but if they do get off to a rough start, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what adjustments are made, how they adapt, how the relationship continues to evolve. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I, I hate to be the downer. I don't do want to be the downer no, on the do show. It. I don't want to be do the guy it. that's like, just do it. They're they're terrible because they're not. I do like what they did in the off season. I love the fact that they got Andrew Booth. I think he's going to be a dog. I really do. He did pick off Kirk today in practice. Oh, did here. he? Um, yeah. Yes, he did. So, yes, he did. so oh, boy. I, I think, I think honestly, I know people are big on Dancer. I think he should be CB2. That's just me. That's just me. Maybe going out on a limb on that. I agree with Um, him. I think he should be giving a shot at CB2. Um, But outside of that, Um, I'm just looking. Like I said, I mean, I can't automatically say they'll beat the Packers. Um, They're playing in Philadelphia. If the game was in Minnesota, I would feel differently. Eagles fandom aside, I would feel differently about that game. But that game, first game in Philly, that's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. I think the Saints – they're gonna be tough, even though if I'm not mistaken, they don't
1: play in, in Nope, New that Orleans, is in they London. Play. They avoid the Superdome, which yes. is huge. That's that's, that's gonna huge. be that's gonna be huge. They but go you know to that Tottenham team,
0: Hotspur Stadium. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's, that's AJ's team right there. there we that's AJ yeah. yep. That's you money to shout for that out. Daniel yeah. Lee
0: to buy more players. Anyways, go I, ahead.
2: I hear that. I hear that. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't um I'm I'm a little curious to see how they're fair how they will fare against the Saints, because I expect the Saints to be a pretty good team. Um I mean, I'm looking at this schedule. I'm thinking they could start with a lot of L's coming out of the gate because I don't see them beating the Packers, Eagles, or Saints right out of the gate. And then you play the Dolphins and the Cardinals right after that. Um, I'm not sure if um, D-Hop will be back for the game against the Cardinals but I'm just interested to see how they react to adversity.
1: Well, we also don't know if Kyler Murray will read the playbook before that game either. Very true. But he's
2: still, you know, he's still a talented <laughs> quarterback. If I'm not mistaken, he put up like 34 on the Vikings last season.
1: Yeah. You know, so even without the playbook, I mean, how about that? You know contra- I mean? How about that contract clause that I, they threw into that extension for I think him? I just that's random such thought, a red I think flag. If you
2: If you, I think if if you're gonna pay a quarterback that much money. And that's a part of the contract. There is a serious issue there. That's I it. would I would be hesitant to give you that much money if you're not studying. Wait, what? what? You're not studying the playbook. And like, I don't know if like <laughs>
1: this kind of stuff is in a bunch of contracts and we just don't know it. But this obviously got out, and it just looks terrible for the Cardinals and their entire organization. I um, yeah,
0: you a, uh, for him, it was a correlation graph between fantasy points and when new <laughs> Call of Duty's release and every time a new Call of Duty releases
1: it plummets. It's terrible. Uh- <laughs> which Which is dumb because Call of Duty isn't even that good anymore. Call of Duty kind of peaked at, like, I don't know, it kind of stopped being good after Black Ops 2. Let's be real.
2: I've always been trash at it, so I can't say much. You know, I'm more of like a 2K, Madden kind of guy. Um, Mm -hmm. But Call of Duty has never been my thing, so I can't even really say Mm -hmm. much about it. Even though I did grab a—what is the new one called? Um— a
1: vanguard vanguard yeah. is pretty fun i i played advanced i played advanced warfare like a couple years ago and that's when i realized all right call of Duty's just done there were it's like jetpacks and people running on walls i had oh, no yeah i had I'm no idea bet. what yeah. to do and i just i got owned oh it. it makes it so hard especially online oh my god oh, I'm, I'm such a new my KD ratio is just just absolutely awful um, um so, yeah go ahead aj please
0: Artist, brought up the tough start that the Vikings have. And mm-hmm. if you guys don't mind, I just want to point a question your way. They start home against the Packers on the road in a tough Philly stadium against the Eagles. Uh, did I say that right? <laughs> <I guess.
1: laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> Is that the Eagles? Eagles. <laughs> uh,
0: home against the Lions uh, in London against the Saints. And then home against Bears on the road against Dolphins. Let's say they drop that first game. You know, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Week One. You know who he is. It's Packers Vikings. They right. they they pick up the win. You go to Philly. They get some batteries thrown at him. Kirk drops the ball. <laughs> they, they, they don't act like they don't do it. Uh, yes, they do. No, that's it tradition. It's
2: tradition it in Philadelphia. Of, they they there is it's, it's uh um, yeah. It, yeah it's rough out there. Yeah, you guys. You start, it's rough
1: out there. Very nice. You start, you start <laughs> only
0: two. You, you I think you pick up the win against the Lions no matter what. You could put, you, have to. You, up, eh, you you never have know. You, you have never to know, man. Especially
1: then, in uh, Minnesota, you have divisional to Divisional opponents and just the Lions are weird when they play the Vikings sometimes. Either we blow them out or we like lose to them. They're weird.
0: So you're one and two going into this uh this London trip. Let's say Dalvin Cook stays out a little too late at the pub, gets a little too much that fish boy. and chips and he's running, yes. running sluggish the next day. They they start the season one and three. Ugh. is the panic button out? Oh, if, absolutely.
1: If you Even start if it's... one and
0: three, despite that opening gaunt, like and I'm going to say gauntlet, because that's three tough, tough teams at the first four weeks, is the panic button out if you start the season one and three?
1: Potentially, because the schedule doesn't... I mean, it's not favorable, but it's not crazy good either because you got the Bears after that, which actually the Bears should be even worse than the Lions this year, to be honest with you. So I would actually I would chalk that if they start one and three, I think that would be a good bounce back victory. Um, That is at U.S. Bank Stadium, too. So that's a home game. So if they do start that bad, that's that's a good bounce back for you. But then you go to Miami and I'm very curious how good Miami will be this year. They added Tyreek. We'll see if Mm -hmm. Tua can take the next step. I think that defense is still pretty good, even though, um, what was the name of their head coach that just got fired, even though he shouldn't have got fired? Brian Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Flores. I think that'll still carry over. I think he's a good defensive coach. He shouldn't have got fired in the first place. That was really stupid. Um, And then you got Kyler and the Cardinals after that. And then you go to Washington, which, I mean, Carson Wentz kind of a shell of himself. I'm not really he's expecting so, the commanders he, to do much.
2: He's so up and down. You, you don't know what to expect. He right. might throw for 350. He might right. throw for 103 right. picks. You just, right. you never yeah. know. You so, just, you never
1: know. So to answer your question, AJ, I mean, I'm probably, I mean, it's, I mean, what are, I, I forget the stat, but like, isn't it like, Way less than fifty percent. If like a team starts zero and two the season, like it's already less than fifty percent that they'll make the playoffs or something like that. That can't. Nah, be true. It, it probably. It, 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 I, it, no, no, no. It's it's something. There's something like that. Maybe I mean, right. it is true. But that, I, that just feels wrong.
0: Because it, it does.
1: It, it does. It does. You're right. you're right games what if you start with really good opponents like what right sorry you're not and i don't right and i don't think that stat factors into strength of schedule moving forward and obviously the strength of schedule changes as the season goes on because teams end up being better than we thought or teams are being worse than we thought like the bengals last year so judd Zolgad is hitting the panic button for sure if they go one and three um i Probably won't, but you better believe, like my finger is damn near on the trigger.
2: I, I don't think I would hit the panic button just yet because I, I, it's still very early in the season, and I yeah. do expect them to come out and struggle a little, a little bit to start. You know, mm-hmm. with a new head coach, um, new system. Yeah. I do expect it to be kind of a learning curve for the entire team. And then if you look at the schedule after that, I expect them to beat Washington. Um, they probably lose to Buffalo and Buffalo, but yeah. um, I think they're good enough to beat Dallas because I expect Dallas to take a step back this year. Um, I think even is though it's Bill a Belichick fan, in Minnesota, what was that? Was it the Philly fan? That <laughs> is a Philly fan. That that? A Philly fan. Uh, partially, I'm <laughs> now, not gonna lie. Partially now, now if, but if Cooper Rush is starting for the Cowboys, it's over. Uh, okay, yeah, that's true. But I do naturally though. You know, them losing. Everybody's trying to act like them losing to Amari Cooper is not a big deal. It is a big deal. They don't have Amari Cooper in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm just, I'm not expecting them to be the exact same. Is Trayvon Diggs gonna? Catch twenty interceptions this year. I but highly But also allow
1: it. twenty touchdowns.
2: Right, right. Like <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't expect that. You know, I, I'm sure he's gonna be decent. I'm sure they're gonna be good. But in Minnesota, you know, especially if they're if they've been losing so far this season, and let's say they're what two and four at that point, I expect mm-hmm. them to win that game. Um, I think they can beat the Patriots in Minnesota. Then you got the Jets. You got the Lions. You got the Colts. The Colts I expect to be decent, but. How decent? Uh I don't know. Matt Ryan in Minnesota. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> then you got the Giants after that. You got the uh the Bears to end the season, even though it's at Soldier Field. I mean it's it's still the Bears.
0: Yeah. So I mean And it's Soldier Field. I wouldn't hit Soldier Field. The Vikings uh, always
1: have trouble at Soldier Field artists. It, it's true. really, really weird. Like even some of our best teams and the Bears worst teams, we still find ways to We we beat them last year in Soldier Field, so that was nice. But like there, there's something about Social field, field, yeah. That just I get that. The, and it just takes the, I mean, it's the stadium itself. It just sucks the life out of you because it's a bad stadium.
2: I just think <laughs> it I think it benefits them, though, that it's a 17 game season now. You have time mm. to start slow yes. and then catch rhythm and, mm. you know, get in the groove of the season and then go on a run. And I always, I've always felt like, yeah, it's nice to, you know, storm through the season, go undefeated or only lose, you know, four, five, three games. But, I always feel like some of the best teams are the teams that kind of start off slow, but then they get hot at the end of the season. They have momentum going into the postseason. And I do expect the Vikings to be a playoff team this year. Um, so, I wouldn't I hit the panic the button.
0: The, uh, division.
2: Yeah, I mean, Packers without Devontae Adams, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That Actually, is going to be interesting.
1: I do want to bring up Devontae Adams right now because, guys, Justin Jefferson is just a fantastic wide receiver. I think we can all agree on that. Definitely. In fact, uh, artists would really wish that he were on the Eagles right now instead of Jalen Rager. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. We, for sure. we, we can say that for later. But did you guys see... Some of Justin Jefferson's quotes from the other day in reference to Devonte Adams and Cooper Cup. Check mm. this guy out. I love the confidence too. "Quote: Just because all that Devonte Adams has done, I'm just showing uh, my respect for him, but agree that after the year, I'll pass him." And uh, he also said Cooper Cup is good too, but I'll say he's behind me as well. Justin Jefferson told that to Chris Thomason here in town. And look, I'm. I'm all for confidence. Like, go for it, man. Go for it, man. And he has backed that up entirely. He's one of the best receivers in the league after two years, and he should only keep getting better, right? 1,600 yards last year. Right. Wow. I may have not have said that stuff though. If I were him, I don't know. That's just me. I, I like the confidence, but when you start name dropping actual players, you might start asking for trouble a little bit. Not that any trouble will find Justin Jefferson, because again, I think he's so well respected in the league, both him as a person and as a player, mm-hmm. that he can get away with saying stuff like this. And like, you know, it's, it's not going to be much sweat off a of Cooper Cup or Devonte Adams brow. But right. I'm just going to recommend, like, when it comes to comparing yourself, I just, I just don't like. Well, name dropping that's I mean, just me you but know m- I, most receivers you know
2: receivers like to talk yeah they, yeah, like they do. To talk. but they like do. the i guess the, the the thing about it is at least you know Devonte adams and cooper cup are not on the defensive side of the ball they it's play the offense team. and mm-hmm. they can't guard him they can't <laughs> stop him from being ultimately better than them now they could obviously elevate their game and you know continue to be themselves if cooper cup has the same year he had last year it's tough yeah. to say anyone's better mm-hmm. um i personally like Devonte adams i think Devonte adams He's been doing it for the longest. Um, it's, It's going to be interesting to see him with Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers. Um that's 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 going to be interesting you know because mm-hmm. they got weapons over there they got Hunter and winfro uh they got wall over there so forget about runfro yeah. he, he's good dog. he's very good he's one very good be, one of the best right yeah And just kind of the, came up yeah one of the best route runners in the league mm-hmm. um so it's gonna be interesting to see him with Derek carr apparently a hall of famer um with, <laughs> apparently <laughs> okay um just want to throw that out there i guess um so. <laughs> apparently um so <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see that this year um but, I, I mean, I guess when I heard it, I, I didn't necessarily mind it. I like the confidence, and I think that's something that you need to have coming into this season. New head coach, new system. You know, I think you need, I think you need to walk in that confidence. And I think when you walk in that confidence, the rest of the team follows. Because he's a leader on the team now. Yep, He's a leader. He's arguably the best player on the entire roster. So, it's like, you know, you, you walk with that confidence, the rest of the team follows. But you, you got to, you know, you got to show that, you know, you got to continue to show that you can do what you've been doing. I mean, 1,600 yards is nothing to sneeze at. He's not I saw him say something on a I I don't know what the quote is so I don't want to misquote him but 2000 yards was thrown out there mm-hmm. and yep, yep, he was yep, you know saw that too. Yep. saying he wants to accomplish that goal that is a lofty goal but hey you, hey if he's getting the ball he's going to get it so you know 17 hey, games he this better year, get it this year yeah, let's just say 17 games which makes me think and this is not to get back on Kirk for a moment but if he goes for
1: 2000 yards is Kirk going to go for 5k I mean if Justin Gets better, you'd assume Kirk would do. I mean, I'm instance. saying,
2: I'm saying,
1: I mean, that would be imp-
2: that would be impressive, and that would have me looking at them a lot differently come postseason time. That is a correlation. So, you know, just a just a thought. Just a thought. Mm-hmm. I wanted to throw that out there really quick. But yeah, I don't I don't mind it. I like the confidence. I do you? like the confidence. How about you, Age?
0: Yeah, no, I it's so it's been it's a weird thing because I grew up a hockey fan and I feel like I never see a guy be like, it's always we. And so it's like when I see a wide receiver be like, "Yeah," or like Richard Sherman, don't you ever, or, don't you ever talk about the best? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, love, I, I like love that tree. though. It's iconic. Oh my don't get me wrong. That's iconic. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's fair. But, but you need that. You need that type of confidence to play that. To play because it's such an individual position. Like it's yeah. it's one on one every single play. It's you against the guy lining up next to you so you need that you need to you need to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be like i am better than that scrub across the field Mm -hmm. that's fine and if justin jefferson wants to go out there and he's going to say i'm better than him and i'm better than Mm -hmm. you and i'm way better than you and you're kind of there but i'm still better than you that's fine i'd rather i'd rather have him do that than do the moderate like well you know let's go out there and let's just have a lot of fun (laughs) let's let's try our
1: best go work hard and have fun all right
0: okay but if i don't that's okay too i still get all right okay jared
1: spurgeon okay what are we doing here
0: what do we got yes go out there tell everybody buy a billboard for all i (laughs) can i'm better than you that's totally let's make shirts justin (laughs) jefferson is better than you Yes, simple. Justin I like Jefferson, that. yeah, Justin like Jefferson
1: that. shirts first, then Taxi Squad shirts. Let's get our priorities in order. Yeah, that, exactly. That works. Justin that, that works Jefferson for me. is good at football. Perfect. <laughs> um, taxi Squad is okay at podcasting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, no, I I love the confidence too. Again, I'm I'm a little bit hesitant to actual name drop people because it, it can burn you. It, it can burn you when you do this. But again, I think Justin is confident in his abilities, and I think everybody else is enough is confident enough in his abilities too. Where he's actually probably going to follow through with this. Um, I, I
0: awareness too to where he's not going to do it if he feels like he can't. He's going to say that and be like, okay, this is right. a, a now an a, an engine to drive me to be right. better this year rather than just. You know, I I could, hey, I'm a, I'm a better wide receiver than Devontae Adams. I'm not. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, you you know, you're what? You're not. Oh. exactly. But I and I know that I would never say it. Justin, I <laughs> you just he, did. You're on the is, record. You're
1: on the record saying it. We could cut that up. We could cut that up and we could have that out of context as much as we want. I'm just amazing.
0: saying. Uh, no, I mean, Justin, I mean, people talk about it, he's. He, he, I don't care what the Madden developers say. He is a top three wide receiver in the league. Uh, yeah, thank
1: you. We, we we can get into that next, too. Um, okay, I got all the Vikings top 10 rankings. What did JJ finish, though, in all the receiver rankings? What is it, like 6th or 7th? What did he end up being? Is that what it was? I, look it I,
2: th- I thought he was top 5. I thought he was. Man, wide receiver
1: rankings.
2: I, I just, show while research. you guys look this up, I just want to say this. Go ahead. I love Madden. It's, but, it's one of my favorite games. But, um, I'm really looking forward to it coming out this year. But You're right, there is a but. Their Whoa. ratings are awful every single year. Now, I know that what people are going to say, oh, they make the ratings low so they can adjust them halfway through the season. Well, if you make the rating too high, you can also adjust that halfway through the season too if they're not playing up to that expectation. The fact that you got some, I mean, some of these players, Justin Jefferson, I believe, is a 93. Yep. He had 1,600 yards. How is he a 93 on the game? Kirk Cousins is an 80. How is he at 80 you got Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill above Kirk? What? It doesn't – like some of this stuff does Tannehill's not make a Tannehill's above logic. Kirk? Yes. I think Tannehill's like at 81. I have looked at the quarterbacks. I think oh, Tannehill's at 81. Matt Ryan's – did you say Matt Ryan? I said Matt Ryan and Tannehill. mind. Yeah, By the right way, Okay. Uh, it makes – I okay. mean, like some, some – it, it makes no sense. I don't know what you're going off of. You're not going off of stats because obviously Kirk's stats are better. Um, maybe you're going off of team success with the with the Titans, but I mean they folded in the postseason, and and Ryan Tannehill was a big part of the reason why they folded. So I mean. You know, I, I just, uh, I don't, I don't, it, 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 bothers me. <laughs> it bo- and, and, and last thing, and last thing, you said I can go on a little Eagles change. Yes, I did, I I'm did. I'm go- going, I'm going to do it go, baby. now. Bye, AJ, Brown, Eagles, AJ Brown, 87, ridiculous. That's, that's, that's disrespectful. Darius Slay has been disrespected for so many years. He's been like at an 80, 89. He's one of the best players like, in the league. Man, he's top five in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, fandom aside. Um, he's been like an 89 for like the past I don't know how many years in a row. Now he's finally a 92, but it's like, dang, how long did it take? Last year's Madden they had his face glitching all on the game. It's like, what, what, what are we doing? I don't like I, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't, I can't get with the disrespect. I cannot get with the disrespect. How is Cooper Cup after the season he just had triple crown 98, not a 99. Makes no sense whatsoever. It, 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 it. it it bothers How me. How
1: is Tom Brady a 99? D-
2: what, no, he's not 99,
1: is he? Well, didn't he make the 99 oh, club? The 90, I thought that was... I mean, no, he's, but he is. No, he no, is. no, I'm looking at 97. But I swear, I saw something there. But, like
2: but he is the highest rated
1: quarterback in the yes, league right is. now. And, and I know Tom Rogers Brady deserves
2: the respect because he's Tom Brady, but is he the best quarterback
1: in the league right now? No, he's not. Dak Prescott I, has an 89 and that's better than Justin Herbert, Lamar, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. They got his ar- at awareness at like a 89. Like we didn't see the
2: game where he... Where he literally you tried really, to run from really the 40 looked into to... this. Oh, yeah. I, I like really I'm it. really into Madden. I know like, his I'm awareness really...
1: ratings on Madden. Yeah, like, this I'm, is impressive. I'm
2: really into the game. I'm really into Madden. Like, that's that's Clearly. that's my thing. Madden in 2K is, okay. you know, and I looked at I When I saw 89 for his overall rating, I was just like, what's the awareness? I'm just curious because last time I checked, he tried to run the ball from his 40 with no timeouts left. And slid and couldn't spike the ball in time enough to get another playoff. Dude, and his rating I see instantly. your hand shaking right Dude, now. Dude, it, <laughs> it makes me mad. It makes me mad. It gets me riled up. It gets me riled up. Jalen Hurts, wow. a
1: 74, a 74. Conversation for another day, but I have to throw that out there. AJ, do you get this worked up when uh, the Chell rankings come out too for NHL, the new... Yeah, I I used games? to, but I just
0: don't care about it anymore. <laughs> I I don't I don't care about it anymore. I, they 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 repeatedly put out a not great game, so I I've I've okay. just genuinely stopped caring. <laughs> All right, um, so to to so steal go, it back for everybody who hasn't seen though, um, here's the top ten men twenty three wide receiver rankings. Ten, Amari Cooper at ninety overall. Nine, Amari or Keenan Allen at ninety one, tied with Terry McLaurin at ninety one as well. Mike Evans is a ninety two. Justin Jefferson at six with a ninety three. So here are five wide receivers that Madden says are better than him: Stephon Diggs, ninety-five overall; DeAndre yep. Hopkins, ninety-six overall.
1: If he's that's healthy,
0: Tyreek that, Hill. It's 97 a high range. overall. Yeah,
1: I'm Cooper sorry. Say Cup, that again.
0: Ninety-eight overall. Devonte Adams, ninety-nine overall.
2: I'm cool with Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Tyreek yeah. Hill. Tyreek Hill is a, not to interrupt. My bad, AJ. Um, no, you're no, you're good. Tariq Hill is a wild card because he's so explosive and he could just do so much in the offense. You could use him in a bevy of different ways. His speed, his... I mean, he's, he's just one of those guys that could just blow a game open. So, its I mean, I guess for, like, Madden purposes. In real life, I want Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But, like, Madden purposes, I can see how, okay, he's maybe ranked a little higher in a video game. Nobody else should be above Justin Jefferson. Nobody else.
0: And the thing about these is, like... They factor it in based off, like, it's weighted differently. So, like, speed, I don't think for that position at wide receiver, maybe factors in as well as like catching traffic or whatever. So, right. can catch right. it, like, you know, so that I think that probably ties in a little bit too with why Kirk is so low. But, you know, Hill, he's got the speed, we know he can catch he like he's got juking and all that stuff. So in terms agility, of the game I understand yeah. why exactly. Agility, he's got all that stuff. Um I just don't get DeAndre Hopkins. We know he can be that yeah. guy, but he isn't anymore. He's not mm. that guy anymore. 2 years ago? Yeah, throw yeah. him up there. Not not anymore. No.
1: Yeah, he's and a little then, bit too I, I mean
0: But digs is fair. I I would I would yeah. fine with him being a little bit above. I really quick
2: on 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 uh Hoppin, Hopkins. What's yeah. going on with that like Steroid situation. Does I feel like that was just swept under the rug? I, he, I think he's
1: still suspended for like the first first six games. Yeah, yeah but he's, it's
2: like nobody's he's nobody's talking about that. And I was I'm
1: like I mean, was he really on steroids? Well, okay. What I mean, I don't have any articles in front of me about what exactly was he accused of taking. I don't know what I I mean. uh, It could be a big thing, it could be a small thing, enough to get him suspended. But, like, right, right, right. Like, I I saw it once, and you're right, and I don't, I
2: didn't do my due diligence and look too deep into it. So, I will put that out there for everybody to know. But it did, you know, (laughs) it
1: did cross my mind. Yeah, yeah,
2: I won't put that out there. You know, I did not, you know, if he hears this, I'm sorry. I did not do it. Score North is a reputable
1: resource. I just want to make
2: that clear. You know, I did, I did did not verify it on Twitter. Right, right, right. I just, but you know, just my thoughts you know just it crossed my mind when i hear his name now it's like what's going on with that because it was brought up and then it just went away and maybe you know they just say performance enhancing drugs so right that could that could be other things it might not be steroids
0: you know but i'm just curious as to
2: know what's going on with that that's all
0: yeah Yeah, because like growing up i when i hear like he took steroids i think like mark barry bonds exactly They're, they're taking it to get stronger so they can hit a ball further right what do you need it for to catch like just your grip strength, just.
2: But I would, I would think it would, fingers. I would think it helps like your speed, exactly. maybe and that, speed, and, that's and maybe like,
0: like harder you need, to tackle. You need to maybe look at it like that, like you're, you're getting better endurance. You're, or like same right. thing, mm. like people take steroids for the Tour de France. Why mm-hmm. to ride a bike? Because it helps like endurance, and it helps mm-hmm. like their leg muscles not cramp up, and, and just stuff like that. So, um, to say steroids is like a, a very blanket thing, uh, right? But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know too much about it, but I think just with the other very notable stories going on in the nfl offseason uh in terms of trades and legal stuff um i can see why he got swept under the rug a little bit
1: yeah.
0: um i'm sure if we were in the the arizona market and more focused it's probably a, a constant topic a there a bigger conversation but yeah. you know being minnesota we're pretty far away from it They're, like on the national side of things i see why it's it's gotten like second fiddle to some of the other yeah stuff.
2: Let and just rephrase performance enhancing drugs they right. may not have been steroids right and i'm sorry for people that are like they wasn't steroids i apologize right. performance enhanced me that's just but when
1: i hear that that's what i instantly oh, think how, of. Could you know? how could yeah, you you not? Know? i instantly think steroids, think about 2001 so. major league baseball season that's what you think of right yeah i mean innocent and i mean not innocent until proven guilty but like obviously he could do the old comeback thing well i didn't know what i was taking which i'm sorry if you're a professional athlete and you say that Maybe like 10 years ago, I could buy that, but not anymore. Not right. with how much nutrition has and like how all these guys are personal trainers and stuff. You know everything you are taking these days. Yeah. And it doesn't really, you know, it's not hard to read the, the label and see what's actually in there and then go cross-reference it with the NFL banned substance list. So either way, Nuke, you got caught. Mm You probably knew what you were doing. Go serve your six games and earn that 96 on Madden or whatever the hell it was. I do really quick want to go through the top 10 Vikings before we probably got to start wrapping things up here today. Uh, Top 10. I'm actually, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, at number 10 is a player listed at 78. And that is Patrick Peterson. I don't know if Ooh, that's is yeah, that is that Lee. pretty low. I mean, yes. for him, but just to have like your a, a top ten player be a seventy eight in Madden for a team just doesn't that doesn't sound good. But well, I haven't the, played the, the game the, as much as Artis, so what do I know? Well,
0: <laughs> well thing is, like, it's not good. I feel like what I've associated Madden with is like they're very much of the you know the legacy rating type of thing. Where if this guy was yep. super good, he's still going to be super. Uh, example yeah. A. DeAndre Thomas. Hopkins, but also James look at JJ Watt. Look at JJ Watt. He mm. had a stretch of like three years where he played like four games and he was a 99 every single year. Guys, mm. you can't, you can't do that. Anymore. You haven't seen him play. Like, what are we, what are yeah. we doing here? So um, I think that is a little disrespectful because you know what Patrick Peterson can be. And he did have a down year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to have a resurgence and play above in terms of like, you know, a Madden rating. He's going to play above that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, at number nine, you got Kirk Cousins at eighty. We talked about that at length. That's weird. It's uh, interesting. Brian yeah, Brian O'Neal at eighty two, which, you know, I I will rave on and on about Brian O'Neal. I think that should be up just a little bit more. I don't know what the the rest of the rankings are for like guards and stuff like that, but like yes. or uh, tackles, I mean, but that seemed a little bit low to me. I don't know. I would've bumped that maybe two or three points, maybe get him to an eighty five. that's so he's the
0: that's seventh highest liking. Uh eighth 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 highest i know i know i can think of three immediately who are going to be like in the top four at least but i'm excited to hear some of these other
1: guys at number 86 uh, the top six viking ranked in Madden is uh zadarius smith um Uh, coming off some back issues um but when he's healthy i mean he's a dominant edge rusher i mean this might be the one of the maybe everson griffin's still in his prime a little bit but this might be the best edge rushing compliment that daniel hunter daniel hunter has ever had as a viking so I'm actually very excited to see what Z'Darrius Smith can do. And I think that, I think that's a pretty fair rating, 86. Yeah, um, th- it'll, it'll get bumped by the end of the season. Yeah, it it'll get be. bumped up. It could be. It'll get bumped up. Um, then uh, tied, we got a three-way tie for 6th, uh, so, uh, uh, 5th, and 4th. We got all at 88s Adam Thielen, Eric Kendricks, and Daniil Hunter. I'm fine with the Thielen one. I didn't think Thielen would be in the 90s. I think 88 or 89 is a good spot for him, just me personally. Eric Kendricks, I'm actually surprised this is as high as it is because statistically, Eric Kendricks had one of his worst seasons as a Viking ever. Uh, Low PFF grades, um, other things like that. And so I'm surprised that Madden was pretty generous of giving him an 88. But maybe, like you said, AJ, might have to do with a little bit of legacy. Maybe. Maybe. Even though, like, I mean, Kendricks isn't like a household name. He's made I think just one Pro Bowl. Uh he did earn an All-Pro nod uh, I think a couple years ago. I think that was 2020 and yeah. a really really he had a really really good season. So, uh and Daniel at 88, um again, when he's healthy, he could be like a 95. He really could. Yeah. Um but, you know, he's missed significant time the last 2 years. So, I think that's that's a pretty generous that's a pretty generous score I think for him in 88. I think it's fair. Yeah. If he,
2: Like you said, if he stays healthy, that'll also get bumped
1: up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Ready for the top three? We're in the 90s finally. We finally got in the 90s. It took until the top three to get into the 90s for Vikings players. At number three, what the score of an exact 90? The hitman Harry, Harrison Smith, the ageless wonder, the third oldest safety in the league, still doing things like he could do when he was like 26 or 27. Um, fine by me. Fine by me. I mean, his age will show eventually, but that's the nice thing about safeties. They can go a little bit longer in the tooth as opposed to like corners and stuff like that. Right. So I'm I'm cool with that. Hitman's one of the best Vikings to ever play and stuff like that. So I'm cool with a 90. That's respect. That's respect. I'm cool with that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeff, we talked about this already. Justin Jefferson, number two at 93, which we talked in length about why we think that's not fair or not. But number one, number one. The chef himself, Mr. Dalvin Cook at 94, which I'm cool with that, too, I guess. I don't know where actually that puts Dalvin in terms of all the other running backs. I will look that up right now. OK, that puts him in the top five behind Jonathan Taylor at 95, Nick Chubb at 96, Christian McCaffrey at 96, Derrick Henry at 97. I don't know if I don't know if I'd have Dalvin over Joe Mixon, though. It this sounds disrespectful. This sounds dis-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> where are the kickers on here i don't even know this
2: sounds disrespectful but i wouldn't have a uh, christian mccaffrey up there that high not until he can stay on the field bro he can
0: stay on the field but it's Madden, so i guess mm-hmm. i'm fine with it but once again like with the waiting and stuff like that his injury and like durability it's gotta be like is bro is has
1: to hold on on. let me look at that right now uh
2: (laughs) a
0: one though do they have durability on here
1: it's it's incredible like if you show me the rest of his stats and he's still
0: like it averages out to the 90 whatever you said yeah i get it but yeah if you have his like durability and injury proneness at like 88
2: franchise mode he he's he's out week two
0: who are they paying over there at ea (laughs) <laughs> I'm yeah, to that get them on their That
2: is a that is a amazing question, they, AJ. They who do, do. Who is responsible, bro? Who is responsible? Uh, they do have a durability rating in Madden, right? I'm yeah, trying to do. find it. cool. Or right. it's like a. Uh, it might not say durability. It might say
1: injury. Injury rating, okay. Christian McCaffrey's injury rating is at an eighty-six. No, it's not. That's no, about there, on that's par. That's let me see. Let me wait, see. Wait, is that on a scale like the highest? Oh, it's it's still like one to a hundred. So okay. like an eight, so like a one like a ninety-nine, I think, would or wait, no. I would think, yeah, right. A ninety nine. Okay, would no, mean no, no, no. Okay. Hurt. So actually like the lower the number is, the more likely you are to get injured. Yes. So like Dalvin Cook is at an eighty four. Chase oh, Edmonds that's crazy. is at an eighty four. Um and I can't seem I don't know where Christian's in 86. That's so, crazy. So they think Dalvin's more injury susceptible than Christian McCaffrey right the now. The disrespect. See, this is what I'm talking about though.
2: Like it, it bothers me, bro. What are they? It's like they don't watch football, and then it makes you mad because you pick up these teams in Madden and you are terrible. And it's like, what is going on? You look at the ratings. The ratings are off. It's like, bro, what? What is this?
0: My internet what is a little bit, but that is oh. insane. That McCaffrey it has a higher injury because yeah, it's like if you're 99, you're a steel horse. You're never going to get hurt, right? He's <laughs> he has played no games.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, what yeah, are we doing was, here? Are they watching
0: yeah. the, the the sport?
2: Are they watching I, feel, anything? AJ, it feels like they don't, bro. Oh, and and this is I want to just say this really quick. I <laughs> get what his name is. Uh, Chris, is it Chris Sims? Yes, uh, from uh, like. PFT I think, in, for yeah, I think or, talk? he. he does the stuff with NPC? Mike Florio
1: thing. I think yeah. so.
2: He needs to stop doing rankings. I just want to put that out there. He got. He has to stop. This is he the same guy
1: that said that Kellen Mond would probably be better than like Mac Jones and any of the other rookies last year. And Kellen Mond, I mean, we didn't even talk about him. Where Where is he? This, uh, we man. have no idea where he is. Behind the depth chart, Sean Mannion. We don't hear any news about him. He'll get chances in the preseason, but like. And, and and at first you thought, oh yeah, it's just a symptom of Zim being a jerk last season and he just wanted to bury all the rookies because he was pissed at Rick Spielman for drafting who he drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh I just might just be that Kellen Mine doesn't have it. That I mean, might just be they they what see it
2: is. they see what we don't see in camp and right. in practice, you right. know. So they we yeah. can only go off of what they see. And yep. you know, I would like to think that if they if they saw more Maybe they wouldn't have gave Kirk that extension that they gave Kirk. Right. You know, but they gave it to him and he's like third on the depth chart, like you said. And it's like they they see something that we don't see. So it's like you gotta I mean you gotta kinda give it to them, you know. Like, hey, they whatever they see, it must be he's just
1: not that good. Yeah. Wyatt Davis is the other one too. Um, the third round pick we had last year, the guard, he is where is he on this depth chart right now? I think he's like third. He has also just been like a complete no-show. Oh, no, actually, second on the depth chart right now. Left guard behind Wyatt Davis. Mm. But again, this is ESPN's depth chart. This isn't, I don't know how 100% accurate this is. It's probably
2: the closest thing we can get to it, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. We, we'll see what happens with those guys. Look at chances in preseason, but like, kind of looking like they're just, I don't want to say wasted third-round picks, but third-round picks that probably might not really come to fruition for anything for the Vikings. All right. um, Gentlemen, I do want to end the show on one thing really quick. Uh, It has nothing to do with the Vikings. Actually, we're going to pivot just really quick before we wrap things up. Uh, As you all know, Score North and 1500 ESPN are the home of Minnesota United FC who play in the MLS. We have all their games pretty much all the time on the radio, uh, including the playoff games as well. And so what I want to get in tradition here on Taxi Squad is giving Minnesota United a little bit of love, giving them a little bit of coverage, talking about the team at least once a week, seeing what's been going on the past week for the team. Right now, they are absolutely on fire. They're 5-0-1 this month of July. It's been absolutely crazy, but... We are the hem, the home of MNUFC. Let's give them some love a little bit. AJ has actually been a part of the, uh, the Loon Talk podcast with Dan Terhart and Jonathan Harrison the last couple of weeks. He's going to be filling in, actually, as Jonathan. Where's Jonathan going again? He's busy with something?
0: He is, as he described it, taking his eight-year late honeymoon.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. down in Vegas.
0: He'll be down in Vegas living it up with his hon. And, uh, you know, it'll be a fun time for them. Hopefully he wins big, and who knows if we hear from him again.
1: So. Yeah, <laughs> there might be a chance you never hear from Jonathan Harrison. Yeah, ever again. Um, So uh, I'll, I'll start with you, AJ. I mean, what have you thought about just this last month for MNUFC? And I didn't even mention the 4-0 draw or draw the win, the win uh, against Everton a couple of days ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll keep it quick because I know we're running a little longer on time here for uh, yeah, the show okay. today. But they have been, they've made a total pivot because at one point at the early part of the season, it was looking a little bleak and who knows if they were going to even make the playoffs and all this stuff. And now after the win, the other night they are in third, they're third in the Western conference, which is good enough for a home playoff game. Mm -hmm. Um, They are coming off. Like you said, they're five and one this month. They haven't lost in so long. It's, it's beautiful. Adrian Heath has done a fantastic job to kind of reinvigorate the locker room with some new tactics, changing things up. Um, and just they're they're playing with a little bit of extra pep in their step. They're battling a lot of injuries right now. So the win the other night, uh, missing Emmanuel Reynoso, who is mm. you know he he's yeah. up there right now for conversation of MV, uh, MVP for the MLS and Luis Amaria, who's been a striker for them, who has been red hot the past few matches. Uh, he went off in like the twentieth thirtieth minute with a uh, after taking a big blow to the back. Um, so to get that win two one and. Just come away with three points on the road nonetheless down uh in houston is pretty 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 impressive um when it comes to the everton match the friendly the international friendly against everton um it's it's one thing to spin zone and say like wow yeah they 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 they, they you don't have to worry about that too much because it's just a friendly Both neither teams are really caring about it too much it's kind of just for Publicity and Everton—they're looking to get their preseason ramped up because they start uh, the Premier League uh, roughly a week from now. Blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. They played the f- top the top eleven guys, like the starting yeah. lineups, yeah, for the first half of the game, and they led at the half 3-0. They I were know. running rampant. They yeah. they didn't just like win; they dominated that entire game. So um, to beat a, a Premier League side that badly—that should never happen. And so. Everton isn't necessarily like one of the top clubs in the in in the Premier League, but the fact that they're in the top league in England is saying something. So, and are they um,
1: even like? Could Everton are are they even how good are they actually right now? Is there a chance that they could get relegated or anything like that? Are they still a solid club in the Premier League? No, they. This is, no, gonna say, no. No. Mean.
0: Right. Right now, no. They they narrowly <laughs> escaped relegation last uh, last season. Uh, I think they're probably going to have a tough battle again this year. But they have some good quality yeah. guys. Um, Jordan Pickford was in goal for the first forty five minutes. He um, last Euros, uh, the Euros last summer. He was the starting keeper for England. I who knows if he will be for the uh, World Cup coming up. But they have like Dominic Calvert Lewin, who is uh, of, he's a Premier. Uh Premier League proven striker. Uh mm-hmm. Deli ali who used to be like uh, you know one of the under 21 soccer people of the year in England, um, has since left Tottenham Hotspur and joined them. Um, he's kind of looking to reinvigorate his, his career, but they have some up-and-comers like Anthony Gordon or Damari Gray. Uh they recently brought in James Tarkowski from Burnley. So they they, they have the talent. Mm-hmm. Um it's Just you know, Frank Lampard and how they've kind of run the ship over there is is interesting, <laughs> but um, not to take anything away from Minnesota United because I think every Minnesota fan that was there is going to say that. Like, I'm going to remember that for yeah, for a, you were there. You, it should be mentioned, was you were awesome. there. It was, an, it was yeah. an amazing atmosphere, and to win 4 0 is incredible. Um, I just hope they can continue. Uh, continue, they have. Sp- Seattle this Saturday. Uh, pregame Portland,
1: Portland, actually. Or,
0: yeah, that's right. It's Portland, uh, Portland, Saturday, 1 pregame, right here on Score North slash 1500 ESPN radio with Jonathan Harrison and Dan Terhar on the call for that one. Um, Manuel Emmanuel Reynoso did train today. I know, uh, Adrian Heath, head coach of the Loons, said he's hopeful to have him in the lineup, uh, for Saturday and maybe see some action after taking a pretty bad, uh, tackle that, uh, I forget, I think it was his leg. Um, in the Everton friendly. So he mm-hmm. missed last game against Houston, but uh, we'll have to see if he's back in and they can continue their winning ways. Cause that'd be big for them.
1: Yeah, I mean that's got artists feel free to jump in with any question that you may have by the way. I know I you're probably you just with riddled with them. Uh, I am a- ask, Okay, ask learning. one que- no, ask one
2: question right now. I I don't have one. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, this is a learning this lesson. This is a podcast and right? you have to have them ready to go. I, 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 I am learning. This is learning. a safe space. I am learning. Okay. This uh, this is this is my opportunity well, in my safe space yeah. to say I am safe learning. Space. <laughs> no, no, I am no learning. Not in
1: no, and I, mean, I am too. Like, I'm right there with you. Art. Art, we're you don't. Nobody has to know uh,
0: everything about everything. Like I, I'm going to ask you a lot about basketball come come Timberwolves season. So very true, Feel very free true. to feel yeah. free to send out some some questions. You know, maybe there's some okay. listeners who are we're, we're in for the Kirk Cousins See? drama, and then all of a sudden they're yeah. sticking around. They're like, you know what? I don't know a whole lot about about uh, the MLS yeah. and I don't know about yeah. a, whole, a whole lot about the loons. I would love to learn some more. So maybe and this is what some questions yeah. you have. So how close to... is,
2: how close go. is the playoffs? See, how close is the, found playoffs? A question. is it around the corner? It. Is no, it, they, you know, cause um, they're on a, they're on a run right now. So yeah, we got some um, time. I'm hoping that, you know, that run, you know, leads right into the postseason.
1: So the is end, that a possibility or is of, it still far away? The end of the regular season is in October. So yeah, still, got we got you. a little got bit of time, okay. and, and it's like they have like ten or eleven matches still. So gotcha. they're still playing to figure out, and it is kind of a log jam after MN UFC in the West. Like I believe you can go five spots down the standings. The Loons have thirty-four points, and you can go five spots down the standings, and that team will have like thirty points. So it, it, it's a log jam right there. There's still a lot of things in the West that need to be figured out. You're probably not going to catch LAFC. You're probably not going to catch Austin. Um, Uh, Most
0: teams have locked up one and two. It's just a matter of who ends one and two. Right. Um, But Mm -hmm. if they can stay three or four and have that first home match come October, Mm -hmm. that'll be big for them. Um, the all-star game is actually coming up here October 10th. Minnesota right. is hosting yes. that at Allianz field uh, skills night before or the night before. So you're going to have kind of, that'll be, you know, just like everything. That'll be like the three point contest. That'll be like NHL hardest shot or home run Derby. Um, they're going to do some dribbling and shooting and everything like that type of challenges. So that'll be on the ninth, but then Wednesday, the 10th, all-star game right here in St. Paul. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say second half of the season. Cause I think we've already essentially <laughs> passed that point, but you know, the home stretch, uh, teams are really mm-hmm. starting to bear down and, uh, yeah, they look looking to close out a playoff contention season and hopefully get home field mm-hmm. advantage um i i i think the way they're playing and just makes sense and once they get everybody back because they're missing some key guys as well like will trap mm-hmm. on the back line he mm-hmm. is like a rock he's a rock for this club and so the fact that he's been out for a while they're actually um oh shoot his name escapes me right now and it's jacori hayes jacori hayes um okay. he is out the rest of the season after sustaining a knee injury in the everton uh, everton friendly um which that sucks because he, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that you can rely on um, as well. But uh, once they start getting some of these guys back who are injured and getting back to healthy and getting closer to that, you know, hundred percent looking lineup, uh, they're going to be they're going to be dangerous. I, I think they're going to be okay. a team that maybe I'm not going to say sneaks in. I think they're <laughs> going to waltz into the playoffs and the hand of like the three or four. But if you catch them on the wrong night, they're going to make you pay.
1: All right on. All right, well, I think we got to start wrapping things up, guys. But, yeah, you can expect a little MNUFC talk on Taxi Squad moving forward. Again, we're the home of the Loons. We're going to talk about the Loons, as many opportunities as we get. Guys, training camp, again, it's here. Football's finally here. I mean, we still got a baseball season to watch, and the Twins are still interesting, even though they just lost again to the Brewers today. Uh, Artists, Milwaukee Brewers, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. I mean, would you identify more with the Phillies or the Brewers? Brewers. You would? Yeah, okay. You're all over the place with your sports teams. I know, I know. I like it. you're all over the like place. It. It's why we, it's why we love you. <laughs> thank why you. we love thank you. So, going to be very exciting to see all these training camp battles play out. Always, I think it's going to be fun to talk to artists about Madden rankings moving forward because <laughs> those are going to move up and down in the season, and I think artists is going to have so much to say about that, especially when uh, Jalen. What, by the way, what was Jalen Hurts ranked? Seventy-four. Oh, we're going to. All day. right, we're going to go another hour on the podcast today <laughs> just because of that. So, thank you, guys. So much for joining us today. Uh, I enjoyed your company, so did Artist Soja DJ. I hope you enjoyed ours. My name is Jason Stormer. Over there is Artist Woods, and over there is AJ Frederickson. And before uh, we wrap oh, up yes. here, make sure to
0: uh subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five star rating, as well as subscribe to other Score North affiliated podcasts like Mackie and Judd, who uh record daily, Purple Daily, who believe it or not record daily and the brand new <laughs> flagrant howls timberwolves podcast with uh mackey and kyle feige or Tyge, excuse me who yes. i have not yet met but i hear is very knowledgeable okay. at the wolves and i'm gonna have to start using them as uh, my kind of wolves 101 as that season starts to
1: well d- don't forget house. about me and artists though i mean we're your number one source for timberwolves yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. right yeah right absolutely Yeah. Uncross your fingers behind your back. Okay. Uh, Wow. AJ had all the plugs there. AJ should probably wrapped up the show. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us guys. We will see you next week for another wonderful edition of Taxi Squad. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: The new era of Thursday night football is here and it's only on Prime Video. This Thursday, the Philadelphia Eagles bring their high-flying offense to Houston, where the Texans look for an upset. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern, with TNF Tonight delivered by Little Caesars live from Houston. It's the Eagles and the Texans, only on Prime Video. See amazon.com slash watch TNF for details.